This is SymphonyCast from APM, American Public Media. I'm Steve Seal. We're at Dvorak Hall at the magnificent Rodolfinum in Prague this week, a major architectural monument in the heart of the city, for a concert by the Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra. This neo-Renaissance building on the bank of the River Vltava has been associated with music and art since its opening in 1885. Today it is the home of the Czech Philharmonic, and our concert will take place in the building's main musical performance space, Dvorak Hall, which was christened by a performance by the Czech Philharmonic led by Dvorak himself in 1896. Our concert by the Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra will be under the baton of Marko Ivanovich, chief conductor of the Janáček Opera at the National Theater in Brno. A remarkable combination of Czech and Russian music is in store. First, native son Leos Janáček's music, The Fiddler's Child, is a piece inspired by a poem about a poor wandering musician who leaves only an orphan child and a violin. The orchestra will then be joined by pianist Martin Kosick, a regular guest of the Prague Radio Symphony. This time, he will perform the fourth piano concerto by the Russian romantic composer and pianist Anton Rubinstein, who has been described by some as a Russian version of Franz Liszt. Our program culminates with another work by a Russian composer, the beloved triumphant Symphony No. 5 by Rubinstein's contemporary, Peter Ilyich Tchaikovsky. Welcome to APM's Symphony Cast. The majestic structure known as the Rodolfinum was conceived as a multi-purpose seat of the muses, a home to music, an art gallery, and a conservatory. Its opulent architecture is almost a cathedral of sorts to the arts, and it's a fitting setting for this week's concert that represents Bohemia's own culture and its connections to the wider world of fine art as well. We open with the music of Leos Janáček, one of the leading lights in Czech classical music, bridging the late 19th century with the early years of the 20th. Like his countryman, Antony Dvorak, Janáček was inspired by his country's folk music, particularly Moravian and other Slavic musics, including Eastern European folk music. But in Janáček's case, he created a highly original, modern musical style, befitting his era at the dawn of the 20th century. The piece we'll hear is called The Fiddler's Child, and the tale on which the piece was loosely based is a sad one, adapted from a short story by Svatopluv Kech, one of Janáček's favorite writers. A destitute fiddler has died, and his sickly child has been entrusted to the care of an old woman, as has his fiddle. At midnight, she sees an apparition of the dead fiddler at the cradle of the child, luring the infant with his music to a better world in the afterlife. At precisely the moment when the dead fiddler kisses the child, the old woman scares the ghost away by making the sign of the cross. In the morning, the mayor of the village arrives to find the fiddle gone and the old woman rocking the child's lifeless body. Here is The Fiddler's Child by Leos Janáček, performed for us by the Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra, led by Marko Ivanovich on SymphonyCast.
tale of love and tragic loss. From Czech composer Leos Janáček, The Fiddler's Child, performed by the Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra, led by Marko Ivanovich on SymphonyCast. Marko Ivanovich was born in Prague in 1976. That work by Janáček, coming from late in the composer's career, situates it firmly in the 20th century. Marko Ivanovich is also a fervent advocate for classical music of even more recent times. He introduced Czech audiences for the first time to many key compositions of world contemporary repertoire, giving Czech premieres of works such as Arvo Pertz's Passio and Music for 18 Musicians by Steve Reich. We're at Dvorak Hall at the Rodolfinum in the heart of Prague this week for a concert of Czech and Russian music. And we're just about to turn our attention to Russia now for the remainder of the program. A Tchaikovsky symphony is on the way a little later. But first, we'll hear from the composer Anton Rubinstein, a pianist, composer, and conductor who was a pivotal figure in Russian culture. Yet his name is not quite as well known today as that of Tchaikovsky, who ironically was one of Rubinstein's students. Anton Rubinstein founded the St. Petersburg Conservatory in Russia, and his brother, Nikolai Rubinstein, founded the Moscow Conservatory. As a pianist, Rubinstein ranks among the great 19th century keyboard virtuosos. In fact, he's been called Russia's answer to Franz Liszt, and his piano concerto number no. four is among his towering achievements. It was in the repertoire of many great pianists like Paderewski, Rachmaninoff, and Josef Hoffmann, three of the Olympians of the piano in the first half of the 20th century. Rachmaninoff, in fact, was especially taken with Rubinstein and his music, saying the composer, quote, gripped my imagination and had a marked influence on my ambition. The pianist joining the Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra in this performance will be the Czech Martin Kosick. At age 46, he ranks among the foremost Czech pianists of his day. He has devoted himself to piano playing since four years of age. And today, he's not only the recipient of multiple awards and accolades, but one critic even went so far as to compare his virtuosity to no less than the likes of Vladimir Horowitz and Marta Argerich. Extremely high praise, to be sure. Coming out on stage now at the Rodolfinum in Prague is pianist Martin Kosick, along with conductor Marko Ivanovich, to lead the Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra in the Piano Concerto No. 4 by Anton Rubinstein on SymphonyCast.
Piano Concerto Number no. 4 by Anton Rubinstein, Martin Kosick, the critically acclaimed Czech pianist at the keyboard, in a performance with the Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra, led by Marko Ivanovich, here on SymphonyCast. This performance is coming to you from Dvorak Hall at the Rodolfinum in the heart of Prague. The audience showing their appreciation for sure. And it looks like Martin Kosick is responding with an encore.
Pianist Martin Kosick with an encore, the nocturne number eight in D-flat major by Chopin. The Czech audience very excited with the playing of their countrymen here at Dvorak Hall in Prague. I'm Steve Seal. We're at the halfway point of this week's concert. When we come back, more Russian music, a beloved, stirring symphony from Tchaikovsky. That's just ahead on APM's Symphony Cast. Welcome back to Symphony Cast. I'm Steve Seal. We're at Dvorak Hall at the Rodolfinum in the heart of Prague this time for a concert by the Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra, led by Czech conductor Marko Ivanovich. A mostly Russian program, though, and we're about to conclude with a significant Russian symphony, The Fifth, by Peter Ilyich Tchaikovsky. While each of Tchaikovsky's six symphonies have their merits, his fifth and sixth tend to receive the most love and praise, and thus the most performances. Still, as he approached the prospect of writing his fifth, Tchaikovsky felt extreme self-doubt. In May of 1888, he confessed in a letter to his brother Modeste that he feared his imagination had dried up, that he had nothing more to express in music. Still, there was a glimmer of hope. Quote, I am hoping to collect little by little material for a symphony, he said. His correspondence on the subject of this work brims with allusions to its emotional background, which involved resignation to fate, the designs of providence, murmurs of doubt, and similarly dark thoughts. The Fifth Symphony adheres to the classic four-movement form, but the movements are unified to some degree through common reference to a repeated theme, a kind of leitmotif first played by the somber clarinets at the outset. Most commentators are happy to agree that this represents the idea of fate to which Tchaikovsky referred in his letters. It reappears often in this symphony, sometimes reworked considerably, and it certainly defines the bleak tone that governs much of the proceedings. And yet, not everything is bleak. Shafts of sunlight often cut through the shadows. Hopeful secondary melodies, orchestration of brilliant color, rhythmic vivacity and variety, and ultimately, that repeated theme returning one final time, but in the end, transformed into a major key in hopeful triumph. Returning to the stage now, here at Dvorak Hall at the Rodolfinum in Prague, conductor Marko Ivanovich to lead the Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra in the Symphony No. 5 by Tchaikovsky on SymphonyCast. Thank you. 
doubt and a resignation to the hands of fate, resolving into light and affirmation in its finale. The Symphony No. 5 by Tchaikovsky, performed by the Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra, led by Marko Ivanovich. A performance at Dvorak Hall at the Rodolfinum in Prague on SymphonyCast. Those themes of doubt became well-trod territory for Tchaikovsky in his final symphony, but not morose music. In fact, his final two symphonies may be infused with the bulk of the pathos in Tchaikovsky's symphonic output, and yet those two have also succeeded in connecting with audiences the most over time, making both his fifth and sixth his most popular symphonies by far, and this audience certainly appreciative of this performance of the fifth. I'm Steve Seal. The Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra was in the spotlight on this week's Symphony Cast, led by conductor Marko Ivanovich and featuring pianist Martin Kosick in a program of Czech and Russian music from Leos Janacek, Anton Rubinstein, and Peter Tchaikovsky. You can listen again from our website, yourclassical.org slash symphonycast. And from our website, you can also download free music and like us on Facebook. That's yourclassical.org slash symphonycast. In the remaining time, we have one more performance featuring music of Tchaikovsky. Here is the Minnesota Orchestra, led by A.G. Owe, with a performance of Capriccio Italian on Symphonycast.
Tchaikovsky's Capriccio Italian. That performance featured the Minnesota Orchestra with A.G. Owe on the podium. You can listen to this week's show featuring performances from the Prague Radio Symphony Orchestra from our website, yourclassical.org slash symphonycast. And from our website, you can also download free music and like us on Facebook. That's yourclassical.org slash symphonycast. ABM SymphonyCast is produced by Daniel Nass with technical director Michael Osborne. I'm Steve Seal. Join us again next time on SymphonyCast. This is APM, American Public Media, sharing the power of classical music.